Hello and welcome to the Resetting Homo Sapiens podcast, a show dedicated to resetting our species, one button at a time. My name is Carlota Gitch and today I'm having a chat with Patrice, a communication student at a university. Under the name of The Bliss Bean, Patrice has grown in the last few years a YouTube channel with more than 200,000 subscribers, where she shares on a regular basis her thoughts and insights on topics such as self-development, productivity, mindfulness, traveling, organization, and studying. Together we explore Patrice's experience as a YouTuber, including her most recent decision to take a break from YouTube and social media. Any Instagram post that I saw, um, it definitely made me feel some comparisonitis. Yeah. You know, because you're just seeing other Instagrammers doing the same I thing as you. I love that term. Com- com- comparisonitis. comparisonitis, yes. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's a very relevant um, descriptor for what I was feeling. It was always like, oh, I should do what this other person did, or they mm. took this photo really well, or whatever. So, I'm Carlota Gitch, and this is the Resetting Homo Sapiens podcast. So, hello, Patrice, and welcome to the Resetting Homo Sapiens podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. So I did some research and I was just sharing with you how I was very happy to find your profile because of one of our collaborators at the (laughs) podcast. You surprised me for your really good tips. I think they're very helpful, but above all for your warmth and your genuinity. So I appreciate really the content that you create. I guess the first question I have for you today is really, I, I'm sure that you hear this a lot, but what motivated you to start with this channel, this YouTube channel in the first place, and in general, sharing content? Um, I think I've always been really interested in creating things and sharing them. Uh, my parents like to say that when I was really little, I would take their digital camera and I'd like go around our house and photograph furniture. And then they'd look through the photos and be like, wait, these are actually kind of good, you know? I mean, I'm sure they're my parents, so they're kind of exaggerating. But basically, I've always loved taking photos and making videos. Once I started school, I liked writing as well. So I did like the school newspaper, the school yearbook, um, the school news. And so... For me, blogging became a part of my life, I would say, in seventh grade. We had a language arts assignment to make a blog where we would share our writing assignments. And I was like the student who always wanted to go above and beyond. So I couldn't just stop there. I started looking at um, what other young people my age were doing with blogs on the internet. And I found all these really cool kids my age who were like doing photography and design stuff and creating communities of people and I was like I want to do that so through that seventh grade blog I learned so much like I was writing all these extra credit blog posts and taking photos I even learned some html and css because I wanted to make it look nice Um, so after that assignment ended, I just kept it going. Like I didn't shut the blog down. I kept creating posts. And ever since then, in one way or another, I've had some 
sort of content creation in my life like I could never stay away from it for too long because I would start to miss that form of expressing myself so the bliss being I started in April 2017 nope July 2017 but the YouTube channel in April 2018 and ever since then I was sort of I didn't really know what I wanted to make videos about in the beginning, but I soon saw that my favorite topics were planning and organization and personal development and things like that. So I started making videos every week. Um, it's been almost four years now. And I always, it was always my dream for it to become my job. Um, but I think deep down, I never really believed it could happen for me. Mm. Like I always thought, yeah, this is super cool. So many people create youtube channels and it becomes their career and they make money from doing what they love but that can't happen for me mm. and then it did um march 2020 i saw a really big growth i don't know what it was if it was the videos i was making if it was um the algorithm that decided mm -hmm. to um benefit and, me but and, and at this point how how many months were you in in content creation uh about two years I think yeah two years yeah yeah so I always tell people like the growth in the beginning was so so slow um probably I think in the first year I got maybe like 200 subscribers yeah and that was of consistent video making and putting so much effort into all the scripts and the filming and the editing um so I don't think it's something I could have stuck with if I didn't actually really love it yeah but I did so I didn't mind doing it for so long um, but then once it started to take off, you know, it really started to evolve. Like I started thinking about sponsors and more people are watching my videos. So that's a lot of pressure. But it's been it's been an amazing journey. I have a lot of questions. I'm choosing the, the one that I <laughs> want ready to go for after. Anything. <laughs> yeah, I guess I want to start. Um, I, I was checking your videos and there was one that started talking about this. It's this idea of passion, right? Because people talk a lot about this concept of or this idea of following your passion. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we actually don't know what we're passionate about. And I really like that you were saying something along the lines of, you know, just just do something, start somewhere and then mm -hmm. you'll see, you'll figure out what you're passionate about. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a few months ago, I was precisely thinking about this concept because I was listening, I think it was in a podcast with Elizabeth Gilbert. I don't know if you yes. know her. Yes, Eat, Pray, Love, Big Magic. <laughs> yeah, I adore her work. And she was sharing this idea, follow your passion, mm -hmm. until she shares in that podcast that um, one of her readers reached out to her and said, look, <laughs> I love your work, but I really don't have one single passion like you have writing. So I think that, you know, it's not that I'm not a hardworking person. It's not that I'm not a curious person. It's not that I'm not interested. It's just I don't, ha I don't have yeah. one single passion. Don't you think it would be more useful to think about following your curiosity? And that's what mm. was what your video reminded me of, of. And I'm just curious to explore your experience with precisely knowing that you're into several things yeah uh, what are your thoughts on this passion versus curiosity and in general how to find our way mm -hmm. uh yeah I guess I've always been a little bit jealous of the people who throughout school always seemed like they had their one big passion mm -hmm. I definitely was not like that 
in school, I enjoyed a lot of subjects. I mean, when I was little, I wanted to be uh, an astronaut. So that changed a little bit. Um, But I always enjoyed like science and math, but I also enjoyed the art classes. And I also did like photography and video making on the side. And those things don't combine, like they don't add up to one neat passion that I could tell people like, Mm. this is the passion that I'm following. So for me, it was very important to just like explore different things. Like I think a lot of the interests that I had, I tried to follow them in little ways. Like I did, you know, math competitions and things like that. But I also did business competitions and I did my blog on the side and blogging was something that really did click with me. But I don't, I don't, I still hesitate to call it my passion, Mm. you know, um, I think that's something I've been struggling with since I came to university is that once I stumbled upon like media and blogging, I was like, oh, maybe this is my thing. Like, this is what I can call my passion now. But after a few years of doing that, then again, I'm like, well, I don't know. Now I want to explore other things, you know. So um, when I started taking my classes for my communications degree and it was things like photography and video production, I was like, I'm not really feeling this. Mm-hmm. I've already done a lot of this and I miss the other subjects that I used to be interested in. And I had a I felt a lot of conflict. I like over winter break, I was doing so much deep thinking about is this the right degree for me? Is this the right path? Um at this point, I've decided that I'm going to try to adopt that same mentality that I had in high school and just explore things. Mm. So I signed up for some classes that are not at all related to media. Maybe I'll like them, maybe I won't, but whatever the result is, I'll know, I'll have some more information to help guide me and just kind of go with the flow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and that's, I'm not, I am promoting IE, but I am indirectly (laughs) and from my heart promoting in that sense that I think there are a lot of uh, clubs and extra activities that Mm -hmm. can complement the university experience. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely recommend to people don't just stick to the classes. Find what else you can do. Um, In high school, I did a lot of extracurriculars and that was probably the most enriching and rewarding part of my high school experience. You have to go and seek that out and find it and sign up for it, but you can have such cool experiences. Mm -hmm. Let me steer this in a slightly different (laughs) direction now because when I reached out to you, you actually shared that you were taking a little bit of a break Mm -hmm. from YouTube and from social media. And as you might imagine, at the Resetting Homo Sapiens, we talk a lot about resetting. Mm -hmm. So we're just curious to explore your motivations behind this, why, and then your learnings throughout this process. Mm -hmm. Where are you at now? I don't know if you're back, actually. So I decided to take the break in December. Um, First semester, I was doing pretty well balancing YouTube and schoolwork and Things were flowing pretty smoothly, but when I came home for winter break, for some reason, um, I just kind of got into a big slump and my mental health was not very good. And I realized at that point um, I needed to do something drastic, like change something really big in my life. And I've been making content every single week for almost four years and it can start to feel like a hamster wheel because it's like every week video podcast newsletter over and over and over and I enjoy it but you don't really ever get to pause and like reflect or 
I like I don't even remember what my life is like mm. before content creation and I would I was viewing my entire life through the lens of content creation where I don't I wouldn't say that YouTube influenced the way that I lived my life but anything that I did for example could be turned into a video yeah and that is always in the back of your head and it's kind of crazy I think it messes with you mm. so yeah I decided to take this break uh, mainly for mental health reasons but then as I said I wanted to really explore different classes and decide if this degree was right for me and if me uh, if a career in media is right for me and just like be only a student for one semester and see what that would be like so um, I decided to put a complete pause on everything related to the bliss bean so no videos no podcasts no newsletters no Instagram posts like just silence on all my social media channels um it was, um, I did pause both Blispian related social media mm-hmm. and just my consumption of social media. But to be fair, I already was not using much social mm. media as a consumer because as someone who did social media for work, basically, yeah. it no longer was very fun or relaxing to yeah. me. Like if I, I rarely opened up Instagram just to scroll because any Instagram post that I saw, um, it definitely made me feel some comparisonitis, you know, because you're just seeing other Instagrammers doing the same thing as you. I love that term. Comparisonitis, yes. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think it's a very relevant um, descriptor for what I was feeling. It was always like, oh, I should do what this other person did, or they Mm. took this photo really well, or whatever. So I wasn't really using Instagram as a consumer, I did delete um, like Twitter and Reddit off my phone because I was prone to scrolling those. Um, The only social media I have right now is this app I found a few days ago. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called Be Real. No. Um, It's where uh, you get a notification at a random time during the day and you have two minutes to take a photo of like what's in front of you and yourself. And I have a total of four friends on the app right now. So it's like the most bare bones, honest form of social media you could ever have. And I've really been enjoying that. Um, I do miss content creation, of course, because it's something that I've always enjoyed, Mm -hmm. especially um, that sort of informal during the day. I would post stories on Instagram and I really like that. There'll be moments during the day when I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I would post right now but I can't um but I think that's a good sign because I was worried that I would take this break and I'd just be like I never ever want to come back but I'm already starting to miss it and I'm challenging myself to keep it going keep the break going a little longer and just see what more can come out of it like what more benefits I can get um out of staying off of it longer yeah yeah and I'm curious now because um you talk a lot about time management mm-hmm. i would even say energy management mm-hmm. uh, productivity mindfulness self-improvement uh, so i'm curious i don't know if you already deconstructed this it seems to me that you <laughs> have started for sure but um how do you plan more or less if you can already say to integrate the learnings from this break to then support the moment that you do come back to content creation? Mm. Mm, I think 
one thing that I'm already planning is that I don't think I can keep up a weekly schedule anymore. Mm. And uh, I think I've seen a lot of content creators um, kind of going away from the hamster wheel mindset and okay. like consistency, consistency, and going more into like, you should create content when you're inspired. Yeah. Um, I think just in general, in the productivity space, it used to be very like self-discipline. You don't need motivation. Just do it every day, every week. And I don't think that's a healthy mindset to be in because sometimes we do like need to pay attention to how we're feeling. And if there, if we do feel inspired to make content, because if you don't and you make a video and it's just like you forced it, it's not something you can be super proud of. So definitely one thing is I want to switch to like a bi-weekly schedule for everything or maybe we'll see, maybe even less frequent. Um, I don't know, I guess by the end of this semester, I'm just hoping that I'll have some insights on what I really enjoy doing and what I want my life to contain more of. But at the moment, like I've had people ask me, what are your goals for this break or what are your goals for this semester? And I don't really have goals right now. I'm just like, I, like I said, I've signed up for classes that are totally unrelated to media. And all I'm doing is just seeing what I like, seeing what I don't like. And yeah. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, for someone who is an aspiring content creator, uh-huh, uh, in this space of also wanting to be helpful to society, wanting to be of service to people in some kind of way, in the light of everything that you were just talking about, what would what would be some of your suggestions or words to these to this person? I I just said that uh, consistency isn't that important, but I think when you're starting out, it is yeah. important. Um, I, because I think when you're just starting out and you don't have an audience the the most important thing for you to do is to just start creating and creating regularly and that will increase the chances that people will stumble upon you because of the how the algorithms, algorithms and works. whatever <laughs> they're annoying but we do have to pay attention to them sometimes mm-hmm. um yeah consistency even if no one is watching like as i said i didn't really believe that i could ever grow a big audience or make anything happen out of this youtube thing but it did and like i could have easily given up after a year and been like oh i only got 200 subscribers after working for a year on this like this is not worth my time but if you really love it it might take a long time but if you stick with it definitely some amazing things can come out of it and another thing i would say is to not try to I guess like make your personality any different to Mm. try and suit YouTube or the internet because like there are YouTubers in the productivity space who are super high energy and like the kind of get stuff done discipline kind of people and there's an audience for that but I knew I could not like muster up that amount of energy that was not my style a lot of people tell me my videos make them feel very relaxed so that's more my style and I found an audience for that as well so I just think there's so many um, people on the internet that you're probably going to find people who click with your style of content and the way that you deliver it so just create the kind of stuff that you love and keep creating it consistently even if nothing comes out of it you gain so many skills like I learned an insane amount about 
video production and just I don't know like or project organization mm -hmm. and um, building a community online and even if YouTube ends for me someday those are skills I can definitely take into other areas and now our last question okay. that we ask to every guest is, what is your personal reset button? So whenever you feel like throughout your day, you feel like getting back to your center, what is your go-to button, practice, strategy, <laughs> tool? Um, lately, I've been realizing how important it is for me to stay active. Mm. Um, it's not really a button because it takes time and it is not easy. But when I go to exercise, I feel so good by the end of it. Mm. So um, last weekend, I just started to feel very down and I was not motivated. I didn't want to do anything. And I realized I hadn't been moving much. And then Tuesday, I went to the gym in the morning and then I went to class and I was like, I'm on top of the world. <laughs> like, yeah. I participated in class so much. I felt so clear. I did like a writing assignment after and finished it so quickly. And it's so easy to keep forgetting that how powerful it is because it's hard. It's hard to make time to go and then to like push yourself through it. But at least for me, it's been one of the most impactful things on how I feel and how my mental state is. So I highly recommend that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Batrice, for your lovely insights. It was an absolute pleasure to have you here on the podcast with us. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. Under the name of The Bliss Bean, Patrice has grown a YouTube channel with more than 200,000 subscribers where she shares her thoughts on multiple themes such as self-development, productivity, mindfulness, traveling, organization and studying. Together, we explore Patrice's experience as a YouTuber, including her most recent decision to take a break from YouTube and social media. Resetting Homo Sapiens is... Dogjan Kapenova and Carlotta Gitch. Our lovely theme music is composed and produced by Nachi, an awesome member of the University Music Club. Support for the Resetting Homo Sapiens podcast comes from the University Center for Health, Wellbeing and Happiness. You can find more about them on Instagram at IE underscore wellbeing underscore center. And you can find more about us on Instagram at Resetting Homo Sapiens. Thank you for listening. Bye.